So what did happen last time? Well, Oyster Python was at... Is this really the last time? The government facility. (laughs) And I don't remember anything else. I don't think he got his problem (laughs) solved. No, that was the time before. Oh, he he went back to his house? I thought he was hanging out there. I thought he was afraid to travel. Well, uh, yes, always, but he did anyway. Oh, wow, he braved to the mean streets of Magwigan. Well, he was just going to his house, and then it turned out his house wasn't there. Oh, that's right, yeah. He was totally gone, and he brought some big high-up bureaucrat to check it out with him. And he went to go somewhere, and he ran into Amadeus. Who's his landlord? No. Oh, his... What? Who's on it? Oh, the, the there demon. Was a queen. There was a queen. A party demon. Oh, yeah, he does have to throw a party. Poor oyster. He doesn't have a venue. I don't know for sure he'll be eaten. Oh, no, actually, I guess Amadeus was pretty explicit about that, wasn't he? He can't be eaten at his house. He doesn't have a house. So that's what happened with oyster. Baxter did nothing. Dan had a flashback about how he became friends with Oyster. And sick played with ants. I don't need my Brienne anymore. I have my own timeless culture and society. Yeah, that ant computer thing is cool. <laughs> what if it doesn't work when the time turns back on? I'm not telling nothing that would get away with that. That would be a cheap move. I don't think I have you. Oh, no, wait, I have to take away their stuff. Never mind, I could do that to you. But I wouldn't, so I'd be lame. I'm ready. Okay, yeah, so let's start with flashback. Something that finishes something again. Something that finishes something again. Sounds good. Oh, you mean like ties up the loose end? That actually. Yeah. What are the loose ends, though? The pig. Kind of has to be something that ties up a very ban related loose end, though. How did Ban lose all his money? Did Ban lose all his money? No. What terrible event occurred on Ban's 35th birthday? Span 35? He's over. We're in our 40s. <laughs> Get it straight. No game. I feel like there's a lot of loose end material with Ban and Sex's mother. What is her name? Yeah, we haven't seen her for a long time. Oh, Anna Lindsay. <laughs> uh. Time you walked in on her when she was doing a plasmic ritual. Oh, mom. What is all this? Are we doing it? Is that it? Are we Are we going? It started. Now let's catch up. Ritual. We missed ritual. a step here. Or two or three. This is such a spoiler, though. Is it? I didn't know she did that. I mean, not like we knew the that other guy with weird demon eyes. Yeah, demon, yeah. that's true. <laughs> so the optometrist teaches plasmic rituals. Could be, or like trades your eyes for that knowledge or something. It's definitely. Why didn't you go through with this, Baxter? Weren't you going to get the surgery? Yeah, I was like, can I see through walls with it? And they could not give me an answer that I'm satisfied with. (laughs) So I almost went through with it. I set an appointment. Yeah. Colin, what 
Uh, what? One humor. Black. Okay. Clearly, don't glow all the time because Dan just talked to her when she had non-glowing eyes. Wasn't she blind? Isn't she blind? I don't remember. I think she was always blind. I think she was always blind. I may have written this down. It's the sort of thing I would forget to write down. We're 40 years old. Yeah, I said Ban owes owes me because his old blind mother wandered in the district out of her mind. She was mysteriously injured. And then we returned her. Yeah, that's right. So why isn't Ban blind? He's blind in one eye. Did he lose an eye? Yeah. So much has happened in this campaign. I don't don't remember anything. Yeah, I keep forgetting that one, too. Between a lot of you, let's see, you've lost broken two legs. (laughs) You've lost two legs. Yeah, you've got your throat ripped out. And permanent sunglasses isn't really like an injury as such, though. No, but it's weird. And Ban broke both his legs. Or did you break both your legs or one of your legs? One, I think one would be an infection in the other. That might be it. Was it? You jumped know. off a bridge to get away from Zanzibar. That was a long time ago. That was a good bit. I liked that bit. Yeah, that was a good bit. That was when things weren't so crazy. Maybe. Just slightly less <laughs> crazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Ban had died then. Yeah, why did he not die? You were too nice to him. I mean, other than that, didn't, like, Luther cure it or not cure it or it got cured in a hand-wavy sort of way? I thought it was cured in, uh... Did we all just forget about it? That's very possible. From, like, a... Not an MC I remember something. But... Humor System 2.0 needs some kind of widget for keeping track of these things. Like, not even a rules thing. It needs to be, there needs to be a Wanderer module for it. That's what I think. And then you open up your character sheet and there's like a big blinking red thing that's like, your arm is broken and you can't speak and your hair is full of lice. Don't Time forget. Time has stopped. <laughs> All your teeth are gone. The loose ends module, yeah. That would be a useful module. Anyway. So, flashback. So is this like a a long time ago flashback or a relatively recent flashback? Are you like a a child, an adult? You can say that you were a teenager, if you want. This is a bit emo. We have swoop, swoop. What is the swoop? The hair swoop. You don't know. I. It sounded to me like a disease. Like I've come down with a case of the swoop. He's got rickets. The swoopy hair. So yeah, disease. You could have a disease, too. That maybe makes this... Yeah, I like that. You're sick. I think you're sick in this flashback. I don't know if the disease is called the swoop or if that's something else, but... You're so ill, man. Lung disease. You have a lung disease. No, I don't. Okay, no, no more. No more of that. What was Toad's disease? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't remind now. So it's supposed to be dying right now. That's okay. As we've discovered, no diseases have any effect 
on the game whatsoever. What was the sitch with you in that? You were being given a cure by the wind. Yeah. I don't know why. That was you. <laughs> they should have been trying to kill me. And I thought they were trying to kill me. Cure, and there was a good reason for that, but kind of got sidetracked from that whole plot line. See also every single plot line. Yeah, I left that uh, chick with, <laughs> with them. I hope she's gone super deep cover. Well, there was that really important moment when Baxter admitted he was working for the wind at the end of that one session. And then at yeah. the beginning of the next session, everyone just sort of like carried on as though he'd been No, we didn't carry on. But <laughs> when have I seen him? Like, I don't uh, think I mean, I, maybe that's fair. I don't know. It was the party, yeah, and the he party. went away in the party. That's probably the last time, yeah. That might be true, actually, yeah. You need to let all my expeditions be successful instead of leading me further and further away into the underground. You left the underground, and then you turn around, and, well, you got kidnapped by a demon, and he took you back. But still. <laughs> uh, you're the one who knocked her down the pit. That wasn't my idea. That was a great solution. It was pretty good. I mean, I'm happy Until with you made me fall down, too. Everything comes with a barrier. Not powerful enough to actually overcome them. I think there's a little bit of truth to that because, like, the rules definitely, the MC rules definitely push me in the direction of causing problems. I cause the problems. I don't worry about solving them. Well, it's like mentally we're getting stronger, but physically we're getting weaker. Notionally, over the course of the game, you're supposed to be getting powerful enough so that more and more you're just like on top of these things. I don't know. It seems like that hasn't quite worked out. Yeah, we just lose limbs. Yeah, well, that hasn't really stopped you guys very much. Actually, yeah, the ant, the ant <laughs> computer was a big breakthrough. I feel like that I can only accomplish that by stopping time. <laughs> which is the only way to prevent you from throwing more stuff at us. The ant cube? Oh, not really. I've still been throwing stuff yeah, at you. Yeah, I, I took... <laughs> <laughs> it's been harder. What is AW? Oh, Apocalypse World. I think you guys would be more powerful if you had been taking more player advances. And I don't know if that's because they're too hard or because everyone just keeps forgetting or because it's so hard to keep track of. It's because you have to make... You already have because the module's broken. It's hard to make uh, moves. Uh, Yeah, that's part of it. That's kind of a... You gave us the move where Scott can just control a demon. That was like, I think... That was a good hint that we could be all powerful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Decided not to be. It's more fun to struggle, though. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. And how you got that power? Have you stopped struggling? Not really. I'm struggling more now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it is a nice little. Go back to fifth edition. Five E. I think if you guys ever start picking up those um, ungiven future advances. Then yeah, I think you will become pretty ludicrously powerful. So just like you get a house, congratulations. Or you retire. Hey, by oyster <laughs> standards, that's pretty powerful. That's true. Like that would single handedly solve his like all his problems right now. Is MacArthur with well, him? Half of them. Or was MacArthur in the house? MacArthur uh, is oh, the house. No, MacArthur was with him. You get so, get sick of D and D after like one session though. Fifth edition is basically third edition. Yeah, it's you've played it. But I actually, yeah, I like. I think D and D is great. I kind of want to try like really old school D and D, like 
zeroth edition. Someday. <laughs> I think it would be confusing. Because we'd so we have such a three we still third have like edition. A, yeah, third edition way of playing RPGs. I guess Colin Well not a real third edition. Colin Chris I and I guess you no, I probably played more second or first, whatever that was. Toe, you probably played some of that. We yeah. played like one game second back in fifth grade. My second edition I've played. Is that the one Chris DM'd? I think I might have been on the tail end of that. Oh, we're, this flashback is taking a while to get to that. So you're a teenager. <laughs> this is a real life flashback. <laughs> I want a level. I miss that. I also want like magic items. Well, humors are supposed to go up and down. And we have the horseshoes. Those are magic. Yeah. No, I mean, I just haven't encountered those. Do you know actually how they work, or do you just throw them randomly at things? I think, yeah, you just give some yellow bile. At least mine costs yellow bile. And you, like, manipulate stuff through the air. Huh. I might have to blow up a bar. Where'd they come from? I mean, like, are they demon tech? Do we know? I don't know. I've only ever seen people have them. Yeah. Wait, have we... I, we may not have even seen a demon do a plasmic ritual, have we? I don't... It's always been, like, people. Well, I don't know what Nima was, but I think he's not a demon. Anywho, in the past. In the past. With Ban and... In the past. Annalyn's say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Colin, I don't know if that's worked out as well as I hoped it would. But notionally, at least, it's supposed to be, like, you don't want to... Like, because there's bad things as well as good that come from high, having a high humor. Oh, you have to... Oh, actually, yeah, no, that's actually supposed to be right. Or at least you probably have to seed initiative in order to, like, build up your hand size. And I think that all does work by design. The part that I'm not so sure about is people maybe don't want to increase all the way up to a player advancement when they can be waxing. And that was always something that I wasn't sure about, and I'm still not sure about it, so, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, it's the past. You're a teenager. You have the swoop, and you also have a lung disease. You've been coughing up little bits of gray dust, and it hurts. And it's the middle of the night, and you can't sleep because you have this dust in your lungs thing and can't stop coughing. Every time your rat falls asleep, you start coughing and you spray dust out of your mouth and it's gross and it wakes you up. And it hurts. It's gross and it hurts. Collect the dust in a bowl. Okay, sure. I have to get weekly humor transplants. My black bile is very low. So they put some ducts in my neck to make it easy. Whoa. It's creepy. I like it. Wait, so does present day, aside from being dead, ban have, like, neck holes? Wait, do you already have that? Yeah. In all the art I did. Oh, cool. The other thing is that as you're lying there in bed, coughing up lung dust and collecting it in a bowl, you hear a sound coming from somewhere else in the house. Sounds like somebody's saying something. 
Maybe it's Annalyn. But it's the middle of the night, so it's kind of weird. Weak voice. Mom. Cough, cough. She wouldn't even hear. And you know it. I try again. But I don't manage any louder. I listened intensely. Yeah, it's weird. It's, uh, it's coming from somewhere in the house. You're pretty sure about that. And it doesn't sound like normal talking. It sounds like it's kind of rhythmic or something. I'm a crown for a weapon. I land on a large nail on one of my shells. Nice. I am pretty weak. Make my way to the nail moving along the wall. Uh, yeah, you can hear it a little bit more loudly, but does sound like Annalyn, maybe. But it's really weird. You hear uh, little noises, like somebody's knocking stuff over or something. Mom, uh, I slowly make my way towards the sound. Your your house isn't very big, right? It's like just a few rooms, just a couple of rooms, something like that. Yeah, pretty small. So what is it like? Your bedroom and what? Is your bedroom in it? What was... You had a basement, as I recall. Was that the same house? Yeah. Is the basement where you sleep or anything like that? Or is that... Because if not, then the sounds are definitely coming from the basement. Might have a tenant. Tenant. I like that. There's like a kitchen and living room. I guess three bed. Okay. So wait, is the tenant in the basement? Basement is just weird and underused. Okay. So the sounds are definitely coming from the basement. No question. He's on the second floor with my mom. I'm on the first floor. Okay. Uh, the closer you get to the basement, the more clearly you can hear that it sounds like your mom is down there chanting. You can't make out what she's saying. And as you get closer to the basement, you see that there is some steam rising up. It's like coming through the crack in the basement door. I rest for a moment, sink to the floor and gather myself. Maybe I should just go back to bed. This is an impossible nightmare. I'll be normal in the morning. Guess after a moment I get back to my feet and approach the door. As you get closer, you hear another voice. It's the voice of the tenant. Who's the tenant? Like, what sort of person is it? I am afraid of them. He's not mean. But short, maybe. He has no time for me. I think I annoy him, maybe. Maybe he's just really bad with the kids. I'm not sure what it is. I get the feeling he does not like me. Well, it's definitely his voice that you hear coming from the basement. And he is shouting. And he sounds angry. Shit. I listen against the door. What is he saying? So you still can't quite make out the words. But as you listen... Um, your mother's chanting breaks off, and he keeps he keeps shouting. She says something in response. Sounds kind of plaintive. I open the door the smallest way. 
big rush of steam just like billows out. It's currently in the midst of shouting at your mother and telling her that she is bad. She's a bad person. She's no good. She's arguing back, but she seems kind of cowed by him. Are there items they're performing ceremony on? Can you see down the stairs from the door? Sneak closer. So you see, um, there are a whole bunch of candles all over the floor. Small coffin. I was thinking there was a pot in the middle of the floor full of boiling water. And there's something floating in the pot. I have to see. Do you have something in mind with a small coffin? Is there something that you're expecting? Maybe they were bringing my dead twin. It's a notion. I don't know if that's what they're doing at this occasion. And though Ben does not really care about that. About a, a bubbling cauldron with something floating in it? It's more concerned with fight or flight. Understandable. So you do see them standing there also amidst the candles that litter the floor. And there's some candles hanging from the ceiling too on like strings. Sort of dangling. In the midst is the two of them. She's actually shackled. I try to hold it in, but... (coughs) Yeah, they both stop and look up at you. Cough, cough, cough. They're both wearing masks. Did I say they're both wearing masks? They're both wearing turquoise masks. Is Anilin wearing a turquoise mask? The other guy definitely is. The guy is the tenant. Maybe Anilin isn't. Point the nail at the man. They don't both stop. She's blind. But he stops. And then she goes, what? What is it? I point the nail at the man. Let her... <coughs> Go, she says. Van, sweetie, go back to bed, all right? Mom, cobble over to her and hug her. What are you doing to her? My voice is a little stronger. The nail shakes, though. You know what I think? I think this is it. This is the the crux point. Colin agrees. He is going to take the black. So we roll. Do we have? How does this work again? I roll two d six, and it's the classic apocalypse engine seven through nine, ten or higher. Seven through nine means you say what happens, but I get to mess with it. Ten or higher means you just say what happens, and six or lower means I say what happens, and it's probably going to be unpleasant. In a nutshell. I think that's right, isn't it? Does that sound right? What if Colin uh, dies? Colin, die, please. I roll a four. Ruin the future. I feel bad about rolling a four because it's like, and now I get to say what happens. And I did all the rolling and nobody else can even see the dice. But I did roll a four. I promise I rolled a four. It's a one and a three. Colin says, that is okay. Ben had a bad childhood. Okay. So you're standing there clutching at your mother and brandishing a nail at this guy standing here, this big creepy blue mask on his face. Annalyn says, no, it's, it's okay, sweetie. It's just, it's, 
it's just a dream and you've never heard that kind of fear in your voice. And that's when the man runs up to you and grabs you by the hair, pulls you away. He drags you past the cauldron and you see what's floating in the cauldron. You get a glimpse of it. And there's a dog in there that's been boiled alive. He drags you by the hair. He drags you up the stairs. Um, and at the top of the stairs, he says, Out! Go! Don't come back. He slams the basement door behind you. And you hear it locking. So Ben got beat up by the dude, what I miss? He got, well, he got dragged up the stairs by his hair. I guess that counts. As being beat up. Roughed up. Pretty much. The scene leaves me with question. Oh, but there's one more thing. Which is that when you wake up the next morning, the disease is gone. You're perfectly okay. He says, figured. And it leaves us room for more flashbacks. Yeah. Still a lot of mysteries about who this guy even is. And what happened after or maybe even before. It's Baxter. Just in case we didn't have enough loose ends. That's why Annalyn came to find Baxter. We need a group up. Yeah. Maybe we can all get to Chris's party. I'm not invited. (laughs) (laughs) We can just move on to Baxter. Go to Baxter and then sick. Baxter, where were you? I am in the middle of a fight. In the Grand Duchess. Yeah. You are kind of... Oh, you know what? I owe some of you guys some MC advances. No! I think mostly <laughs> I just don't tote some MC advances. So we won't worry about that yet. So Baxter, you were fighting with a demon and that other guy. And I guess that was it. Yeah, so far the demon hasn't had a chance to really be in the fight. But this guy and I are definitely fighting to the death. So if I didn't say if I was going to kill him or not, I think I did, though. I think you said you were going to kill him. Yeah, I did. I did. And you have a ghost arm, which is tangible and under your control. And only you can see it. See, you guys have lost a lot of arms, but you also gained an arm, so you know. So close to netting, even. Sinaid? Sinaid? The bartender? Sinaid? Sinaid? Shenoid? Yes, an Irish girl for the British bar. Uh, oh, yeah, and you got two truths and a lie about Lucille. Yeah, it's like he's afraid of pigeons. That's the only one I remember, so that's probably the lie. <laughs> <laughs> there were his ward, Luther, secretly works to undermine him. He collects baseball cards, but only of Dante Bichette. Oh, yeah. And he has a terrible fear of pigeons. Totally useful, right? Yeah, I'm glad I asked those questions. I actually think every single one of those is potentially useful if it's true. But I'll let you be the judge of that in the end. Balls in your court, Luther. We're not for enemies yet. And then Lucille Seneschal who nobody could remember his original name, so now his name is Skenley. Showed up. Put a knife to your ribs, and apparently he can see your ghost arm. Yeah, he's got a blindfold on. I hit him with a dart in the jaw. 
and he told you that Lucille has your sister. Dun, dun, dun. And yeah, you hit him with a dart. You stole a dart from a drunken darts player and hit him in the face with it. And you took the player advance where um, get out of jail for time you die, you don't die, right? Yeah, yeah. So and then Skinly started throwing you around with magic. And you used the sapphire horseshoe and you used it on the skee ball table. And the skee ball demon got angry. You possessed the skee ball demon and told him to attack Skenly. And Skenly fought back. And the demon got crushed under the skee ball table. And you used extra horseshoe power to crush the demon. Yep, bashed him on the head. With a vintage, beautifully restored skee-ball table. Probably the only one in Magrigan. That he was in love with and showed up every night to play games on, too. To the extent that nobody knows the demon's name, he's just the skee-ball demon. What but a chill, bro. Smashed him up with it, and he dealt psychic damage to you, leaving you with vertigo, is what my notes say. Yeah. So I think you seeded initiative before, right before we stopped. No. <laughs> I'm only waning in black bile. I'm neutral. So you're lying there on the floor. You've got Skenly here. You've got this horrible sense of vertigo. The room is spinning around you. And you feel your body float up into the air. The vertigo, like, surges in its effect on you even though you're not like really vertigo height you're like a couple feet off the ground height we'll say you're like five feet off the ground i'm like horizontal yeah but you're totally helpless you can't yeah everything around you is just swimming in your vision you feel like you're gonna barf like maybe you could do something if it weren't for the vertigo but because you have the vertigo this is all a little bit too much for you and in this helpless state, uh, Skenly is starting to float you out the front door. All around the bar, there are bar patrons who are standing against the walls and watching in horror and fascination, but mostly horror. Any of you want to be a lad and give me a hand? I shout. I uh, don't seem particularly enthused. Damn you, drunkards. Uh, can I use the horseshoe to cure my vertigo, so to speak? I think the horseshoe that dictates feelings of vertigo was the other one. Curses. Can I use the horseshoe? Maybe if you have that one, but you don't. To I don't know if you make a much. column of earth rise through the bar and hit Skenly? Oh, here's what I think. Or like throw Skenly with the horseshoe? I think my move's not done yet. Because so far nothing really has happened. So I think he takes you out the front door, and he's dragging you through the city. I'm like Han Solo on Carbonite. This sucks. Yeah. You see ahead of you Lucille's mansion. That's where he's taking you. But you also notice a shape sort of scurrying from, from bush to bush behind you. Skenley is not looking behind him, so he doesn't see this, but since you're just floating, you have a better view of of the scenery, and you realize it's um, it's Snive, 
she's following you. And she appears to have a shotgun. I think at this point, the vertigo starts to wear off as you're approaching the door of Seal's Mansion. I say, Skinly, have you, do you know your constellations? And try to point. Well, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to like create an opening for uh, someone, Sinaid, yourself? Yeah, just slow us down. Like, don't go inside yet. Okay. So yeah, he stops for a moment. He says, I know them very well. Very well indeed. I say, you see that one? He looks up. Which one? Uh, Boris, the butcher. It's kind of like, uh, Orion's belt, but not the same. Ah, uh, yes. Boris, the butcher. I see it. Do you know the constellations well? Are you in Boris's favor this evening? He says, I'm always in Boris's favor, more than you could possibly even imagine. Enlighten me. Oh, Baxter, you could not imagine the sights that I have seen. On the other side, so to speak? Exactly. Well, who's to say I don't come back as a ghost and kill you straight away? Ghost? Who said anything about ghosts? I give Elatas's disembodied floating head an inquisitive look and wink. <laughs> She's, uh, she's still just scowling at you. That's all she's been doing. She's just been scowling at you. The fact that you're at Lucille's mansion does not appear to have cheered her up any. She's wanted me to kill Lucille, right? Or was it Abelard I'm supposed to kill? Who do I no, have to kill? No, it's Lucille. Oh, it it's is. Lucille. Okay. I say, well, since we're here, you can let me down now. I'll go inside. Skimley says, uh... Oh, carrying you is no trouble. But, you know, it, it actually does look like he's getting a little tired. But he starts to float you in towards the towards the door. Oh, I hate this mansion so much. I guess, yeah, right before we get to the steps up, I want to try and get him with the horseshoe and throw him back into the street. Okay. A little ghost arm action. You can do that. So I'll spend a yellow. And is this uh, attack an enemy? Is it? Can you kill him doing this? I mostly want to just like throw him through the streets, rough him up, and then like get him more towards Sinead. You can't really rough him up unless he's helpless. I don't think he's that. Yeah, when you rough someone up who can't fight back, it's the fall. Yeah, I think you can do that, and I don't think... It's a move, but I think that if you do that, then, um... An invitation know, for a trouble? anything in particular? You, yeah, you're, uh... You're not really inviting trouble as such. Like, I wouldn't call that foolhardy. Or reckless. Or ill-conceived. Or neglectful of something important. But I do think, obviously, you're asking for a fight. And he's already beaten you once. So, if you can't turn it into a pretty decisive victory, you might be fighting off a pretty big heap of something. But yeah, you can do that if you spend the, what is it, yellow to activate the horseshoe. I guess I could, like, try and break his psionic grip, but I don't know. Maybe I should just attack him. Oh, I can only add 
to, oh, wait, maybe I could balance my blood. By forgiving an enemy? I'll forgive Skenly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if you can forgive someone right before, like, attacking them. Uh, Baxter says, Skenly, wait. If I could set you free, what is that worth to you? Says, free? Set me free from what? From doing Lucille's bidding. Says, uh, what, what else would I do with the life that he has given me? Take his life. What did I do his bidding? You can, um, you can read a person if you want. Mm, my black bile is really bad right now. Fair enough. He says, uh, kill him. No. No, I have no desire to do that. The only person I really want to kill is the person who killed me. Which is you, Baxter. I remember that very, very differently, Skenly. That was only half my fault. Lucille was the <laughs> real culprit. He says, Lucille was the murder weapon, but not the murderer. You threw me into him. He acted naturally. Yeah, I wouldn't have. If you'd been flung into me, I wouldn't have killed you on contact. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but you are not a demon. It's in the nature of demons to eat humans. And what about my sister? Where does she fit in in the hierarchy of things around here? says, ah, your sister. She is like me. She's found a higher purpose in life. Servitude? Well, you could call it that. And why not become the master yourself? says, why would I do that? You don't want a house like this? A nice marble facade? I have a house like this. I live here, Baxter. I bet your room isn't as nice as Lucille's, though. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs at you. He says, uh, uh, it's not really of consequence, but I'll have you know that I sleep at his feet. Weird. So as a matter of fact, my room is as nice as Lucille's, technically speaking. Oh, yeah, your little dog pad. He says, uh, that's enough of this. Let's move on. Skenly, I was... the door again. Skenly, I was really trying to forgive you, but you leave <laughs> me no <laughs> choice. And I hit him with the the psionic horseshoe or whatever, the teleporting poltergeist-powered horseshoe thing. So I will okay. make the attack an enemy move. Uh, okay. Uh, I will spend two blood. I just want to, like, throw him as far as I can down the street away from me. Okay. And, like, try and tumble him off the ground a bit, too. Roll him. Sure. I think he has a pretty clear advantage in position, since he's the one who's making you float helplessly. So, I'm gonna give him the plus one. Curses. So you're spending two blood, you say? Yep. Okie dokie. You're yellow. Oh, wow. Interesting. You both rolled a four. Yay. <laughs> so he got a total of five and you got a total of six. Got him. 
So go ahead and describe um, what you do to him. Uh, he's about to get me over the steps. All of a sudden, I spin around in the air. I'm facing the ground. And I look up and fling like my... tender kiss. Yeah. <laughs> An upside-down <laughs> kiss. Uh, but then fling the my arm up with the horseshoe pointed at him. And you can see the phlegm traveling through my veins in the ghost arm. Uh, but I, I see the whole ghost arm. But yeah, if you didn't see the ghost arm, you just see the yellow substance. Uh, and then he has a sex, so he like debilitates me. Probably cracks my head open, but uh, he's kind of... your brains. He's too far back on his feet, so he flies backwards. And it's the force is so strong, he starts to tumble, and he hits his head a few times, and yeah, one too many times on the, the cobblestone streets. He's goner. Alright. But as he is flying through the air, here's what happens. He doesn't do anything. You caught him totally off guard. He goes flying through the air, he tumbles, as you say, he hits his head on the cobbles. It would seem like a clean victory. Except that um, the force that was holding you up in the air doesn't dissipate when he dies. That's the debilitating injuries that you're hovering in midair. Hmm. Yes, I approve. Wish I had Toad's jetpack. <laughs> you don't need it! Yeah, I wonder how far up I can Wait. fly. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. Toad needs you for his jetpack. <laughs> We don't need an airship anymore. This is so put great. The ants into your body, and then, uh, yeah. So, please, oh, they're both. I... But... <laughs> <laughs> it's the least you could do after you poisoned me. Yeah, I'll help your ant machine. He unpoisoned you, though. Yeah, I was giving yeah, you ant. Neither of us know that. Because the wind, you can't know anything. Uh, so yeah, do I have much control? Can I kind of like? No. You don't have any control. So I'm You're stuck just at five feet off the ground. There. Well, if I don't gain a following after this, then there's just no way. Four feet. You're floating four feet. So high enough to be inconvenient, but low enough to not be useful. I think that's pretty good height. But you have a move. Triggers here. Which is... Oh, do you? What is? Oh, your yellow bile is not waxing. Mm, yeah, it's for waxing. That's right. There was a condition on that. Okay. That's important. Uh, never mind. I was going to add something, but I won't. So I hit dry on just, blood and go back to neutral. Okay. So I want. Blood oh, yeah. So you lose the all of the blood that you spent. Yeah. So I do need a blood advance. If I, I might already have all those, though. Not the blood ones. I think there were extra blood ones. Oh, that's true, yeah. Because more. I naively assumed you guys would just be getting blood MC advances all the time, and that didn't really turn out to be true. But So I made a lot of them, and I made them a little bit less strong. So anyway, Sinead steps out of the bushes holding her shotgun, and she's staring at you wide-eyed. She sort of looks between the ghastly mess of a corpse on the ground of Scanley and you. I say, be a deer and search his body for me. Also, can you wrap up this stab wound I have? She looks at his body and she goes, 
I am not touching that. What did what what was that? What was all of that? What did you do? What did he do? My bar is a mess. Yeah, about that. Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, if you talk <laughs> to Saint Pablo, he can clear up my tab and whatever damages. But in the meantime, I really would like you to search that dreadfully dead man's pockets. That knife might be useful. She says, uh, No! I followed you to make sure you'd be okay. And I appreciate that. Clearly you didn't need my help. Well, I would have liked to get you involved, but it worked out. She says, uh, Why are you still floating? I think it has something to do with magic. <laughs> I don't rightly know, my dear. All I know is, I'm gonna go in that house, kill a demon, maybe a few, maybe some more people. But I really, really need a bandage. If you want her to do something helpful for you, you'll have to find some way to convince her. Right now, she looks horrified. She says, uh, I want no part of any of that. I'd best be getting back to my bar. You, uh, best of luck with whatever you're doing. Well, thank you for your help. And I will definitely get the funds to you, or St. Pablo will. But please, spread the word. Tell people what happened here. We really, really witnessed history. And there's more history to be made this evening. And with that, I want to like use the horseshoe to float up uh, Skenley's body so I can rifle through the pockets and stuff. Okay, you're going to need to spend no, the yellow bile for that. It's only a minor action. That's all right, actually. I can go back to neutral. They're balanced. So yeah, I'll do that then. So that gives you an advance? Uh, I definitely have all the yellow ones. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I think mostly a lot came from the horseshoe, but for some reason I've been got a lot. So you you go through his pockets. He has a knife, for starters. Was he wearing a blindfold? I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. I want to take that off. Okay. What do his eyes look like under the blindfold now that he's dead? They're rotten. His eyes are rotten and putrid. The eyes are dead too, but it seems like they've been dead a lot longer than the rest of his body. Baxter almost loses his hospital lunch. So he just has the knife? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't... You know what else I guess he has is a key. He has a key to the front door. Yoink. Which I think it was already just, like, open, but you never know. That might be useful. And I want to take, like, a strip of his clothing to bandage myself. You can take his blindfold. Uh, yeah, if that's big enough to wrap it. It hasn't got too much dead eye goo on the inside of it. <laughs> I just rub that off on the street, spit at it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll use that if that's fine. Okay, yeah, there's enough material there, I think, to wrap your wound up. And then maybe I could just start floating around to... Yeah, honestly, I don't really know what I want to do. I don't want to go inside just yet. Okay. Maybe. 
I mean, you don't appear to have any ability to like move. By the way, in case that wasn't clear, like you you can move your your muscles, but you can't like direct your floating in any direction. You're just kind of there. I can like spin myself, but I'm still kind of just parallel to the yeah. ground. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm in the the embassy. Where am I? No, no, no. You're right in front of Lucille's mansion. And that's outside of the embassy? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but it's in the southern part of the city. Uh, are there any buildings around Lucille's abode? Like, taller buildings? Uh, I mean, or... it's in the middle of a courtyard, and then there's, like, a space around the courtyard, so not really. There could be some buildings that are kind of near, but there aren't any buildings, like, immediately overlooking it. I think that's already pretty firmly established from the last time we were here. Mm. Well, I guess many, many weeks ago, months. I want to float back to where I put the sheet out the window point, and, uh, and put okay. like, yeah, I'm going to like see if I can float you, up to the building you, and climb it. <laughs> how are you going to float over there? Uh, I'll like roll like a kid does down a hill. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. That'll work. I was thinking it should be harder than that, but then you came up with that, and that's just too good not to let work. Sure, so you can roll in midair. And then somehow get up to the building, see if I can like straighten myself out or and or climb it. So how long has it been since you tied that thing there, though? It's not there anymore. No, like, that, that was... That was yeah. Even in game time, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Shit has gone down. <laughs> in person time, it was probably like... Last year. <laughs> yeah, so I want to go underneath that, sort of, or find, like, a, a column or some sort of handhold things to go up towards it. Towards what? Towards the window that it, the rope hang? Well, yeah, that window or any window, really. Okay. So you're looking for, like, a column you can climb? I guess there was kind of a statue garden. Maybe that's reasonable. Go ahead and have something. I'll go to waxing. Okay. There's a big pointy stone sculpture. But um Are you trying to get up to like the top floor? Yeah, just any window. It goes up, but it doesn't go up all the way. It goes like halfway up. Two thirds up, I'll say. But you'll have to find a way to get the remaining distance without relying on it. Can I use it to make myself vertical? I mean, I guess you can kind of drag yourself up it. But I stay horizontal. I'm, like, stuck skydiving, perpetually skydiving. <laughs> yeah, I guess more or less. Uh, then, yeah, I'll just try and, like, climb up with my hand, with my ghost hand. Okay. And then what? I want to experiment. Do I sink back down to four feet, or do I stay at that height? Yeah, you go back down to four feet. Oh, man, okay. I guess I look for a back entrance. Okay, yeah, there's a back door. I think you went in the back door last time you were here, didn't you? Or out, yeah. I definitely used it before. So you're just going to sneak in the back by rolling a lot? Uh, hmm. Or just kind of like dragging myself through the air but using the house. Okay. 
you have a key to the door, so that much at least isn't a problem. You don't need to have something that. So is, is that what you're going to do? You're going to go in the back door? Yeah, and if I can, I want to like peek it in and see if there's any activity going on in the house. Okay. Yeah, when you open the door, it seems like it's all clear. You can go inside. I have no plan. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. That's okay. Who does? I sure don't. Now that you're inside, though, we're going to switch. Sweet. To either oyster or sick. Let's switch to sick. I don't have a ton of time, so let's make it snappy. I fly through the thing. So we're in fact restart time. I was just. I just got my jetpack. Remember how we made up all like the plasm ritual for it? Yeah. Were you right. about to eat plasm? I have to suck the plasm through the ant fungus exchange. He guides it by popping bubble wrap. Oh yeah. Do you have your your speaking machine with you? Oh yeah. I would hope so. It's incorporated. Uh okay, so to do this ritual you need to drink plasm so that you have some plasm to... Spend. But drinking it is also like a component of the ritual. How does that all work? Seems fine to me. Where is Udis? He never replied. He never appeared. Oh, I was focusing too hard. Udis never came back when I was working on this stuff, right? Or at least I didn't right. notice. Not that you noticed. Yeah. There's been Great. no sign of him since the waterfall. Okay, well, I'm ready to test fly this thing up to the... I know I can't fit through the bars, but I'll test fly up there. Okay. Maybe I can fit through the bars. Who knows? Perspective is weird. Is there a move for drinking plasm? No. Why do I have to drink it? Isn't that part of the ritual? Well, you have to drink it so that you have plasm so that you can spend plasm on the ritual. It's in the bucket. Yeah. But you have to like channel it into the ritual. But drinking it, yeah, I'm just, I don't know how to make that all make sense. If you drink it as you're doing the ritual, how much do you drink? Um, three. Okay, maybe you can just do it. There's not currently a move for drinking lots of Cool. Oh, but it might be inviting trouble, I think was the No! Because that's what happened that other time when you drank it. That's almost as bad as going somewhere. I can see the point. But I feel like there should be a way to make it not be inviting trouble. Maybe if I drink through, like, the left side of my mouth. I don't know if that's quite what I had in mind. I'll warm it up first. Because the reason it's inviting trouble is just that it's powerful and you don't entirely know how it works. But, like, if you drink it enough that you kind of get used to it, then maybe it's not inviting trouble. Yeah. But this is only the second time you've ever had any. So is it a trouble the second trouble time still? in one time. That's like pretty crazy if you think about it. Very few people have had that experience of drinking it once and actually drinking it twice. Or maybe that's normal. I don't know. The guy who ate your legs, did he ever eat plasm? Oh, wait, you're the guy who ate your legs. Oh. Did the guy who cut <laughs> off your legs... <laughs> Uh, he, probably. Did he drink some in the ritual, or did was he just like? I don't remember. 
I don't remember for sure either. Yeah, no, he did because there was a bucket there, and that was was that why there was a bucket there? Maybe that wasn't why. No, I mean, I think that was me just collecting it. That might be right. Yeah, but he would probably have eaten it. He's weird enough. I ate him, so maybe I like sort of like you know. Didn't the ants mostly eat him or something like that? No, I ate him, and then I ate the ant fungus when I ran out of him. <laughs> yeah, but you ran out of him because you had to feed him to the ants. Oh, I don't remember. Which kind of raises the That's question, pretty... why couldn't the ants just eat the ant fungus? Oh, but that was because that was all part of like your initial attempts to no, establish they do use fungus. Yeah. enough fungus like... to feed them or something like that. And you a hard could get it ready in time, so you had to feed them him in the meantime, right? I don't remember that. I don't remember anything like anything. But I do remember that at this point, the fungus is enough of a closed system that I can eat it and it still works. Yeah. And in any case, I still ate some of Nemo, so it's like maybe I got something from him. I don't know. Or I could just invite trouble every time I use a jetpack. That doesn't seem that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the moment, let's just not worry about it. And I guess I'll have to remember Ooh, to I make like a that. move for drinking plasma because that's important. But for now, you just drink three plasma. Sure. Why did I drink three? Because you said you drank three. I don't know. I don't remember what I need to do, though. I want to drink enough that I don't have to. Uh, I think you can whatever. drink five maximum. Three is fine. All right, let's try this baby out. Oh yeah, and I'll roll the dice. Need to make notes and rolls. Does it start off at just the first thing in each list, and then you spend increase? I think that's how it works. Otherwise, you'd have to spend five in order to do anything. Wait, but then I'm totally okay. So by default, it will last for one trip. You can carry one person. It just goes in a straight direction with no steering at walking pace <laughs> and you're subject to the acceleration forces <laughs> that won't be much of a problem at walking pace but you know okay I will spend two to be able to hover and one to make it a day long experience <laughs> <laughs> does a trip count there and back or just there because that seems kind of hard it's a little vague, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's only there because maybe you can't even turn, so... Yeah. Okay, then that's what I'll spend my three on. So I am completely open to G-forces, I guess. Okay, so you can hover at walking pace for a day. Ants flying yeah. everywhere. And you can carry just yourself. Yeah, that includes okay. the jetpack, right? Is that yeah. <laughs> Who does? I shout with my gramophone. Hopefully he's not the size of Godzilla at this point. Be convenient, though. If he still listens to you, that'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he turns on us. That You know how I got the thing where he's invincible? We <laughs> <laughs> just lose. That'd be a pretty good place to call GG, yeah. That's an interesting question, huh? I feel like at that point, the protection is rendered null and void if you decide to, like, personally revoke it. Okay. I'd rather die than hurt him, though. Well, it's up to you. 
Okay, so you're hovering for a day at walking pace. What do you do with that? I hover up to the grate to investigate where the plasma is coming from. Okay. Can I bring a light source with me? No. Okay, I will you use... Nothing. I'll make the ants generate light. <laughs> the fungus glows in the dark. Yeah, it's phosphorescent. I don't even know what to say to that. No. No. Hold on. <laughs> Why not? No, you can't step in now, read the ants. <laughs> <laughs> I can, too. This is totally absurd. I don't need a light source. Yeah. yeah, no. They're not luminescent. Well, like, plasma glows a little bit blue, so I should be able to tell, like, kind of what's going on. Yeah, that's fair. You can at least see into the hole. Maybe there's light beyond there anyway. Was it, like, filling up the hole? I don't know. I think it was. The plasm was, like, pouring through the hole so thickly, like, quickly, that it was... Yeah, well, I guess it's the frozen. Hole, hole. Yeah, it isn't really moving as such, but if it were... I would like... Okay, so then I want to investigate the bars. Of what material are they made? It appears to be demon brass. Wait, going one step back, how does... Do I have to do something for this plasmic ritual, or is that just... Oh, yeah, uh, you have to... Let's see. I don't know if I should have said anything. You have to suck plasm through the ants via straw, and you guide it by popping bubble wrap. All right. Sweet. Okay. So it's demon brass, huh? And is it secured into just, like, dirt? Because that'd be convenient. That would be convenient, but alas. There's actually, like, a whole rim of demon brass set into the stone. And from this high... Advantage. Do I see like a giant Godzilla sort of demon walking around in the plasma chasms? No. Okay. How wide apart are these bars? Let's see if I already said anything. I feel like this firm. It's not well thought out. This plan. He finds the source of the plasma. It's pouring out of hole forty feet up with demon brass bars into the chasms. That's all my notes say. I didn't actually remember I already said that it was demon brass, so I'm glad that I agree with myself. <laughs> I didn't remember that either. But you, um, you didn't say that the bars are not 10 feet apart. So They're they not are? 10 feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> you could stick your hand in if you wanted yep. to stick your hand right in. I was just about to say that. I'm going to stick my hand there. Okay, if you do that, you're very much inviting trouble. Because there's plasma and you're sticking your bare flesh right into it. What happened when I touched the cutoff finger that I no, I touched I touched the demon finger to the plasma. Did anything happen? Oh heck, what happened? Did nothing Probably happen? Nothing. Then nothing okay. happened. Can I retroactively have also stuck Nemo's finger into the plasma? Sick finishes cutting off the finger and sucks on it. Oh yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I wanted to taste demon. Demons have claws. Chewy. I'm going to keep that finger and use it as like a toothpick. Okay, that's gross. I like it. I'll wear it on a leather falling around my neck. Because that's how you wear toothpicks. You put the flag on your big wheel. I don't really... There's no nothing that I would expect to happen 
from sticking my hand through the plasm. I mean, anything good that I could envision coming from this, because it's not like it's going to be hollow on the other side. So instead, what I will do is fly up through the hole that I came down from. Okay. My party is just waiting for me. Uh, I think when we last Can I, I wanna them, put the they fire were like... Back. Okay. Sure. It's on the jetpack. And tell Udis that I'm going. Is he ever cares? Okay. It's hard to tell if Udis can even hear you since you don't know where he is, but you broadcast the message, sure. So where were things in the above ground when you froze time? Because we know since then yeah. Yeah. that Oyster went down there... Man's ghost is currently back in the hut. The moment of the explosion. But we know that at some point after time resumes, uh, Oyster goes down into the tunnels and finds the remnants of your expedition in not particularly good state. Yeah. But the thing is, I spent a... a How long did I spend after I fell down there with Nemo? Was that like couple hours or more well but oyster didn't go down there until um the link boy came to get him no i'm just thinking about like what the party would have done like the expeditionary oh yeah probably wouldn't have just sat around like who knows i don't even know how long i was out for like when my legs were taken off and all that it may have been days i don't remember what happened when oyster went down there nothing good nothing happened uh, both those things <laughs> just, are true. I just ran away. But weren't I remember like the crazed undergrads? The I don't crazy. remember if that was Oyster, if that was Ban, or wait. That was Oyster, I think. He finds a hollow pig, but doesn't know what to do with it. That seems useful. Did I just not write down anything about the expedition? So here's what you find. You find members of your expedition and you see that some of them are staying there at the pole. Some of them are staying oh, there at the and some of them are going. They've split up. Dr. Phylum? I think he's one of the ones that left. No! <laughs> I think he was distinctly one of the ones that Oyster ran into or something. Parents, Tret, Bartholomew, Phylum, and then the girl. Isabella, who you left on the surface, so. Yeah, yeah. So and two of these undergrads, I guess. We know that one of them, Wheel Haven, find their way back to your tower for Ban to find. So that actually already happened. Wait, hold on. Maybe that was Ban. Shoot. Yeah, so I, was thinking, I think that's what I was thinking of. You're right. Ban. Goes to Sixth Tower, finds a dying man crawling from the secret room. Trot. Okay, so yeah, you come up through the hole and there's nobody there. No one. There's nobody there. There are some blood stains. Well, that could have come from anything. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, I'll continue jetpacking up the stairs to the trap door. Is it open? No, it's shut. I mean, is it openable? With the force of a jetpack that can move a man at walking pace? <laughs> uh, honestly, I think that you can just go ahead and open it, though. I open it. Yeah, okay. It opens. Oh, thank God. 
Is there? Oh, great. Okay, I will attend <laughs> jetpack, even though it's unnecessary, through the house. Okay. Has time restarted? Like, have I noticed anything? Like, no. Like, fire is not. Flickering. Yeah. Great. Uh, I will. I would like to take enough time to try and judge who the owner of this house, like who they are socially. Oh boy, let's see. Like, there's clearly some rich person. Maybe they have some work papers on their desk or something. An invitation to a wedding. You talked to that demon. And what did you talk to him about? <sighs> Back to the notes again. nonsense about where, where I hid a bunch of trapdoors I didn't hide anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, before that. What did he want to talk about? He wanted. He didn't like me because I, I tried to convince him that I was some high up position in the line as well as alderman of the documented district and he did not like the fact that I was alderman of the documented district. Did we talk about anything else? I don't remember. So, oh, it's right here. Sick admits his name. The demon grabs Vincent and over his left shoulder. Demon starts walking. It gets a link boy to send a message to the party that he's going to miss T. Except don't think that message ever got to them. <laughs> On account of Link yeah. Boy. <laughs> Sick tells the demon that there are twelve hatches open that Oyster Man and Baxter know about all this as well as the Dakimari. Valid. I wrote down a list of all the places. My jetpack that... can fly for a day. Is that real time day? <laughs> I think that's subjective day. Dang. Nice try. I mean you can go up to a week, so I mean, it's not that hard to get a good bit of I'll definitely time. find a use for the week thing. It's kind of expensive to do a week, so that's okay. I don't think you can like do the ritual twice to get extra things. I think if you do the ritual a second time, you have to reset it. Lose the remaining time. Oh. So. That makes sense. Otherwise, that would be a little OP. There is such a thing, which there isn't really. No. Yes. I don't care who owns this house. I leave. <laughs> okay, you leave. I fly to the cistern of suck. That involves going somewhere. No! Are you serious? <laughs> I just stopped. Totally, totally serious. Okay. Give me your free passage. I'll give you one humor of your choice to get free passage. No, this isn't very good for me. I'm sorry. I'm not that sorry. Can I make the journey uneventfully? No. It's just part of the move. I had to ask. I know. Great. What do I not care about? Green or yellow? Okay. I will have full black bile on this move, and I will drop my green by one putting me a dry and I get a nice little phlegmatic MC advance. Thank you very much. Speaking of which, I owe you two more advances. You were not supposed to remember that. I did though. Can I double discard things? Like I want to discard two purple, two orgone and two green to move them all up. Can I do it all at once? I mean, is that different from just doing them? I don't know if I understand the 
Okay. I think that answers the question. I might do that. As long as you're not in the middle of a move, there's no limit on the number of times you can discard two cards as long as you have cards. You should be able to do it in the middle of a move, I think. I think there was a really good reason why you couldn't but I don't remember for sure. So you got a sated? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you make it there. Is that Well, something still happens though, right? I hope not. I haven't done this in a while. Uh, the MC will describe something interesting you see along the way. You can choose to stop and investigate if you wish. Wait, did that... What happens if I just on waxing? On waxing, the MC will tell you a distraction or inconvenience interrupts oh. the travel. In which case, so you probably no, have to stop it. No, just like get there without any nonsense. No. There's always nonsense. Yeah, should I guess? Yeah, let's see what interesting thing you can make have happen. When <laughs> time is oh. stopped and I'm flying through the air. Challenge, is it? As you're flying over the documented district, you see below you that the people of the documented district. No. What? I don't think I should fly over the documented district. No? Would I? Maybe you would. Maybe, wait. I don't remember where the mansion was, but I thought it was in the south. I thought it was in the east, which still means you wouldn't fly over it. Well, I don't know. It can be wherever we want, I guess, because I don't know if we marked it. Yeah, I don't know if we ever did. Okay. It's, over, it's on the other side. Because you're flying over the document. <laughs> well, you might have to, like, get your bearings. Yeah, just, like, fly around in circles. You don't know so. where. Yeah, well, you have to, like, fly up in the air until you can figure out where the heck you are. And maybe the best way to do that is to find your way to the document industry. I want to investigate this blood-flooded plaza. There's that, too. In the radio station. Probably see both the blood-flooded is it flooded with blood yet? I don't think that's happened oh, yet. No. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. What might have already no, happened... Chris and I saw that. Lab, though, in the arena. No, the, there was a plaza with blood. I don't know if it's still flooded. Yeah, but... No, but... You Time is an illusion. Past, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how far back Toad is. He's pretty far back at this point. I never bothered to remember it in the first place. <laughs> good, good strat. You're flying over the documented district for whatever reason. And you I'm admiring. See, that's a pretty good reason. Uh, and you see the people are out in the streets. And the people are out in the streets in the middle of what appears to be a riot. Oh. Against demon kind? Naturally. Wonderful. I will go prick every member of the documented district with a needle. Not the wind? <laughs> but oh, they all much. wake up. I don't know if that works on humans. That's really interesting. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I will find out. Think of how great of an opportunity this is. We can get perfect documentation. 100%. Time will be on our side this time. Every single member. Is that a move? It isn't really, is it? Well, I mean, I don't necessarily do it to every member unless it works on the first one. <laughs> couple. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I guess I'm constrained by the day, so I have until next twilight, essentially. So I want to investigate the cistern before my jetpack runs out. Well, it won't be next twilight, because it's always going to be twilight, but next... I don't so know, I'll just expect time, I guess. I should have a... 
an ant popular watch. occupation an ant watch you should have an ant watch I'll have my voice box count seconds okay sure well you don't have enough time assuming it does work to wake up every single member of the documented district who's riding in the streets the I don't moment. need all of them I just need three of them and then those three get three more and then those three get three more sure that is okay. I think that's okay. I think that's okay and it works. I think <laughs> that that's okay. And I think it actually works. I think cool. that you, you find a needle somewhere and you prick one of them. You need to have something. That would. No, there's got to be a needle somewhere in the document. Meticulous like, school There's no medicine. uncertainty I'll just there. Go grab like a, it doesn't have to be a needle either, I guess. It could be a small knife. So you prick three people. And they're very confused. And I explain to them the situation. <laughs> I'm wearing oh, my alderman, alderman sash in case they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have that? Didn't you like? No, you've just been wearing it forever. I've been wearing it. Yeah. They're all very confused and surprised. Um, I explained to them happy. that we've. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Wait, I need to think about this for a second. What lie will I tell them? I'll just say. That I have managed through my researches into the gaseous vortexes to stop time um, and have given them the ability. Like, this is, I have done this for two reasons. Reason number one, I noticed that the level of documentation was dropping precipitously due to a documentation virus, and we can fix this by fully documenting the entirety of Magrigan if we stop time. That's why I've stopped time. And we can also just use this to our advantage to figure out how to kill all the demons. But I must warn you, do not prick. No matter how tempting it is, do not prick or touch a demon. Stay at least 10 feet away from them, because... You can accidentally bring them back to life by interacting with them. This is a very important detail that you must tell everyone else you bring back. And remember, dear citizens, our goal is documentation, not demon destruction at this moment. Oh, and so did you tell them to wake all the others, or are you just waking up these three? No, I will tell them that, and then I will tell them to wake all the others and tell the same message to those. Right. Okay. A nod agreement and understanding. Okay. I'll tell them I will return shortly. And then I will go to the Cistern of Souk.